Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. It's over. It's going down. What happened? We're, we're losing signal loss on the TVs again. It's monsoon season, and it's for real people. It is here. Lake Mead refilling as we speak. Was it six feet a day we're losing or something like that? <laughs> well, I heard it's similar with the with the ice caps and stuff in Europe and stuff too. Yeah, it, it's terrible, but you know we're, we're refilling the <laughs> water. Terrible. Yeah, shout out to the gas station, I guess. Actually, shout out to oh. no gas stations right now. Um, with the prices so ridiculous high, but we are the refilling. Need more more attention. Yeah, we're refilling Lake Mead. Although I did hear yesterday yeah. or the day before. That they found another dead body. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not happening in, in bigger numbers because no. a lot of space for a lot of activities down there Depends under the sea. Depends on the mummification attempt, right? Oh, man. When you when you say mummification, the mummy returns is such a classic. Yeah. What's the name of old boy? Oh, Brendan Brendan Fraser. Fraser. What a legend. He's had quite the uh, ride on the old Hollywood train, let me tell you. Yeah. He's, he's come- in a dark spot a few years ago, but he's come around. Yeah, and just first off, a stunt or something like that. Yeah, he's been he's been doing his thing in some movies and stuff, and trying to yeah. There's a lot of sexual tension in the Mummy and the Mummy Returns. That's a fact. A lot lot of of sexual. There's a lot of attractive people in those movies. 100. percent I mean, even the spinoff, The Rock, The Scorpion King, that really that sent him into Hollywood. I do hear that Universal Studios. I don't know if they've closed the Mummy ride. Or they're going to, but Universal Studios making some really weird decisions. Not only with the Mummy Returns, the Shrek ride's not available. Yeah, but- weren't they gonna like use the newly launched Mummy to basically do all of the scary creatures we grow up like the Grimwald tales, like all of the the deep scary stuff, like the Invisible Man, and there's they all should. The, like, because but, but the mummy, the new one, was just such like a massive flop, and they're like, maybe we should just like Wait, completely out, rethink out everything. They came the, out with a new they, one. It came out with a new mummy like within the last three years. That see, that's disappointing because 
I thought we'd get a Mummy Returns reboot. I know they're working on another Indiana Jones, even though uh, my guy Harrison Ford's like over 80 years old. I believe he's 81. And then we found out Disney Plus a couple weeks ago. Uh, what's National Treasure? They're bringing Nick that Cage. back as a series. I, I'm a no huge Nick fan. Cage, but the series itself. Okay, well, it better be good, and it better be just as laden with history as the movies are, because that's really like where I really get into those films of just being like how off how offhand the knowledge that um, Benjamin Franklin, whatever his last name is, has uh, at his disposal. Like it's very it's very autizzy vibes. Did you get upset that I said Nick Cage isn't a part of the show? No, I really don't care. Oh, okay, I was like, <laughs> standing for I Nick really Cage. Don't care. You I'm and like, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I was, literally I was gonna go there. I'm just like Nick Cage can uh, pound sand at this point. Well, wait because a minute, now he's he... a Vegas resident. Hi, Nick. I believe that one of your kids is named Kal-El, which is after the the Superman kid. You know, when he was a kid in his far off like planet. Yeah. Yep. His one of his kids is named that. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just something that I know. You know what made me kind of upset Who? is I get a call what? from the mother of my child, and she calls me. And she goes, "Hey, Adrian, guess what? I'm like, what? There's another kid in here. You know what his name is? I'm like, what is it? Sire." And I'm like, what? That's one what? in a million. Go buy a lot of tickets. I've ticket. never heard of anybody else having that name. But I'm like, well, did you talk to the mom? Yeah, of course, of course. We're exchanging numbers. This is what we do. We both have kids and we're young. Oh, my God. Best friends. Yeah. And I get the reasoning. This mom named her kid Sire because Jaden Smith's album that was good was good. And she's like, I want to call him Sire and because that's, what that's the name unique. of the album was? I'm like, yeah, it was called Sire. What was the inspiration for your Sire? Or did you just Because like it's, it? it's uh, you know, the next up to be king because that's what a Sire is. Although in, in English terms or European terms, and, and far be it for me to tell you about any of that stuff. Oh, but saying. the correct spelling is S-Y-R-E mm. or the proper. But I, you know, I had to add my little remix, my little seasoning like and put S-Y-R. the S-Y-R-E. Plus, you can call him Sai Sai, so. It's badass. It's a badass name, I gotta say. So is Badass Brown. It's less so, like, because it's just like Lindsey Brown. It's just, like, very generic. Like, your name's Adrian, you got Jacoby and Sai. Like, that's a good collection of names right there. Yeah. My former sexual partners all have exotic names. Really? We got Jacoby. Mm -hmm. We got Gia with a J. We got (laughs) Jalay. We got Jalay. Um, and then and then it gets a little simple. She get Gillette money. I hope so. And then it, it gets a little simple. Like Catherine, but with a K. Oh, that's normal. I know more Catherines with a K than C's. Really? Maybe not. I also have an aunt who whose name is Catherine with a C. Call her Kathy. Aunt Kathy. I have a I have an aunt Kathy. Do you? Oh my god! Oh my did god. we just did we just become best numbers friends? and then like have a play date? Yeah, we should. We oh should. My god. I wonder Yo. if this is how like they sync up at training camp. You know the new teammates that like you know each other but you haven't spoken to one another yet. Do you think they just go like kids' names or like some other weird like I ice breaking what... thing? They have to do icebreaker team building stuff. Well, I mean, I, I will say Kevin Stefanski. One of the cool things he did is he made everyone like. Tell everyone about a traumatic part of their life. Oh. Like in front Usually of the Usually I would look for people to volunteer those when they're comfortable, but all right. Or Show me I don't your think trauma. It was, I don't know if it was specific, like that it Tell had to be something trauma. You can't forget for all the negative reasons that has negatively impacted your life. Well, I mean, the team was pretty close other than I that know, one guy signing who's not up Deshaun Watson doesn't help. Can I bring that one to the table? Oh boy. Well, hey, by the way, Sue Robinson, what's going on with, with Sue that? Robinson? Sue who's Robinson, that? the the person who's supposed to make the decision who apparently is just hiding somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, it's okay. God. 
Well, I want to say something. I want to say something. You guys talk about Aaron Rodgers showing up as Nick yeah, Cage. That's just, all. That's that's the bit, though. That's how the news cycle moves around. It's not even that the journalists aren't doing their jobs. It's just that all the content these days is like, oh, let's look at Aaron Rodgers' hair and what he's look, who he's looking like now. Where's that guy in the stands we found that looks just like him? Let's recycle it again. Like, nobody freaking cares, Aaron Rodgers, even your witchy girlfriend. I think he's just trying to show off the tattoo, right? I that's don't what we're. Care. That's what we're going with. Those are with. the worst types of, of tattoo people. How the would ones you that show are, up? They have to lead with it everywhere. That's but it is you don't give them some like a leeway because it's new. Because no, it's a new well, toy. No, I just why why do you, if I want to ask about it I will. But if you're just like, would you like to look at this? Look at this. Let me let me explain this intricacy. Have you seen the movie What a Girl Wants with Amanda Bynes, where she visits her dad, Colin Firth, in England? No. So there's this scene and part of the movie. Where they have to go to basically what their equivalent is is a debutante ball, like a coming out party for a young lady in, in in public, you know, life. And they're at they're at the party for these twins, and their dad is clearly in the House of Lords, not the House of Commons, because otherwise he wouldn't have this much money. Because, like you said, the European stuff, specifically the Brits, um, they got the House of Lords and the House of Commons, those who rule that have money, and those who rule that have been voted to rule. The House of Dragons. This is how they still have a monarchy that really doesn't do anything because they use it for tourism. I digress. They go to this house, and this guy, the dad who's hosting the party, the only thing, his only personality trait, his only conversational starter and the conversations that he takes up the entire oxygen in the room is about this family heirloom chandelier. And Colin Firth, Amanda Bynes' dad, says, like, don't get caught up in a conversation with this guy. He will talk your ear off about the chandelier. This has the chandelier vibes. Look at my tattoo. Would you like Would you like to know the origin of this? Like going back hundreds of years, be like, so this is what this degree means. This is when the Leo's in the twelfth house. Like nobody cares. And what I what I remember from that movie now that you bring it up because I think I did see it is anytime someone tried to start a conversation with him that wasn't about the chandelier, he was just like, Forever. yeah. He what just, did he say? Forever. What about halftime? You know what? I'm going to not use that again. I was trying to go for a bit. It didn't work. It, remember the F1 guy who was walking over to Paolo Banchero and thought he was Patrick Mahomes? No. And, well, he thought he was Patrick Mahomes, and then it wasn't. It was Paolo Banchero. And then he said, yo, I don't play football. And he's like, oh, whatever, and walked away. Can I get like a Cricky and Chaos button over there? What's Cricky and Chaos? Trista Crick's Chaos Oh, button. a Cricky and Chaos. You know what? It's chaos. There we go. That's at the beginning part of this hour has been. Footiest of footballs. It's here. Ah, the footiest of footballs. The greatest days on this show are the days where we have nothing to talk about, yet we still get off topic. We have so much to talk about. Yeah. What about Joey Burrow having to get an appendectomy? How do you feel about that? I mean, I've had a close call with thinking that I needed an appendectomy when it turned out that I just needed to poop. And so, like... I'm going to say that level of pain probably pales in comparison, but they got to get in there quick because you can become septic pretty uh, pretty quick if it does burst within you. I'm not sure what the recovery process is. I'll ask Mr. WebMD. A septic tank is what I do know when it comes to that word. Well, there's septic tank and sepsis. It's, um, I hope he's going to be okay. Um, they, it's Is this a situation that just... Did he know he was going to... Obviously, no, he didn't this know just that. No, this just like happens and it gets inflamed and then it gets to the point where it's going to burst and if it bursts that's where you go into sepsis where basically like you said a septic tank which is like a receptacle for all of your duty all of that just stays in your body okay you die from the inside out so recovery seems to be two to four weeks that's fine that's so, fine 
So by the time you have what, to open up, your, or it's a lac- laparoscopic surgery. So week you have to two, open up week your three. Abs. It's not like he's going to be getting. He doesn't need. No, he'll be back before the season starts officially. Not preseason, but like. Does this change the Bengals' season? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'd rather have an appendectomy than mono. Oh. And that's that's a di- that's swelling of your spleen. Like you have to like just wait for that to go down because I mean you can live without your spleen, but it's it's really tough. Like you kind of you kind of need this spleen. Appy, you don't really need it. I've never. I don't believe I've had mono. Is that something you're supposed to get as a kid? That's the what they say. It's the kissing disease where it enlarges your spleen, heavy fatigue, just overall lethargy, and it. But literally, you have to sit out because if you get hit. In the spleen and it ruptures. Similar problems okay. that we're talking where it causes sepsis and stuff like that. Well, Joe Burrow, we send you the best. Um, obviously, uh, you're in the running for white guy of the year. Uh, eternally. So we want you, yeah, so we want you to, wow, eternally. I, I want you to come back and be successful. Not that successful, though, uh, because of the team that, that I root for. I kind of want them to do better. We're slowly turning you. To what? A not Browns fan. I just... I, I think as I make more and more appearances and, and give the, the people the coverage that they deserve when it comes to the Raiders, I think I may just have the flag of NFL insider. <laughs> and anytime I talk about football or anything like that, it's just. And then I, I give I give my great points like we waiting the Raiders today. It rained. So guess what? They practice indoors. What? I will say, uh, Zamir White, their uh, their first draft pick that they had in the draft, their running back, he hasn't practiced in three days, which is kind of uh, worrisome about what's going on with that. Uh, Jonathan Abrams over the weekend had a collision during practice. He was shaken up, but he returned to the field Jeez. today and tomorrow. I hope so. That guy has trouble staying on the field. Lindsay, tomorrow. Yeah? Why did I even pod down the music? Hold on a second. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen... Your Las Vegas Raiders will be putting on shoulder pads tomorrow. Oh, my God. The progression. It's time for some Oklahoma drills, baby. Uh, are those even legal anymore? I don't know if they're legal. <laughs> don't tell that guy from the Packers that destroyed that mascot. Is there a version of Oklahoma in hockey? Something like a physical drill where you no, just meant just to beat the, up? the hockey. Just the just, sport You itself. go into the corner, and sometimes the corner takes you. Bars? happens it, it does happen yeah um trey lance is minnesota's hope baby he's officially uh the main quarterback for the 49ers uh, i don't do you think know jim why jim has showed up to the facility at all or do you think the lord is practicing at home in his own uh I sanctuary think, i think he shows up to use the facility just to poop no, just to poop, just to check out his shoulder. Hey, can I take one last deuce in here? I mean, it's probably very comfortable in those bathrooms. That's actually or it's what I not. Like, used. I can't imagine the traffic jam that is the pregame poop. Like, we all have, did you do that in high school? Did I poop pre? I pooped. Yeah, I pooped so once with full uniform once. Okay, so it wasn't hassle. like part of your routine. No, it was not. Not once I'm you in my. You don't gear. have an upset bowel system. That's basically what you don't have, right? That's what you're saying. I just prepared, I did not eat before the game. Got you to make sure that nothing was going Got on. Got you. I did play with swine flu once. Really? Which I I threw up. I, I pooped through my mouth. I just throw up. That <laughs> no, that's a very different thing. That's a very different thing. It's oh. like somebody was. Oh God! It was just. It was in the in the 
some government probably was in Texas and there's like, oh, if they take a pill, could they have a baby by taking the pill? What? And I'm like, bro, you don't understand how plumbing works. You should have said yes, just the No, because then people path. think that's the truth, but people are peddling around their versions of truth everywhere. What about these Madden team rankings though? Briefly. Okay. Bucks at number one at 92 overall. Okay, it, it, without Julio Jones, who signed this afternoon for, on a one-year deal. Um, Julio Jones becoming the Joe Johnson of the NFL. I'm not really looking forward to that. Um, it kind of makes me sad. Who's Joe Johnson? Joe Johnson Speaking is an names. amazing, <laughs> a, a very good NBA player uh, that played for the Hawks for a lot of years, okay. but then went to the Nets, Celtics, Suns, this, that, and the third. Got it. Seems like uh, is the he still in the league? No, he's in the big three. Oh, okay. Um. We got the Bills at number two, 89. So a three overall difference. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down with that. Did the Buccaneers lose in the second round? Yes, they did. They lost to the Rams. This is true. It was after they shut out the Eagles that you said that they were gonna win. Didn't the Bills lose in the second round? That's a fact. So the Rams are at 88. Super Bowl champs being disrespected. Huge Nate Schmidt fans. Tied with the Packers. The Ravens, surprisingly, coming in. At number five at 87, which in terms of Madden terms, this makes sense because there's two things that that matter. And actually, the number one thing that matters is speed. And when you got Lamar Jackson faster than everyone else at the most important position. So to me, from a Madden sense, that is perfectly fine. But when you look at the grand scope, it's kind of crazy. Charges at 87. I'm okay with that. Do you feel like it should be higher because of Herbert? Um, Yeah, but I can understand why they have him lower because he hasn't proven it more than the teams that are ahead of him yet. Yes. I'm kind of... Um, Where are the Raiders at? The Raiders are like behind the Browns and above Five, the Dolphins. Five, six, seven. But also they have the Eagles ahead of... The, they have the Broncos ahead of the Raiders. So Say that to our face, Madden. So they got Broncos at 84. They got the That's Raiders at 83. And it's really because of their, is it the defensive rate? The offensive rating for, what? Yeah. The offensive rate, okay, okay, hold on. I'm taking things back. The running back, or the, the wide receiver core for the Broncos, Sutton and them boys, Judy, they have a lot of speed. So once again, very important. Daniel Carlson literally never misses kicks, and we can only get an 82 on special teams. That's kind of insane. That's insane to me. He almost set a record last year, didn't he? He almost set a record last year. I will say, uh, going there, We're I did see him. talking about two-point difference. There's one of them. I saw him muff a kick, so I know he's human. I saw him that in that Packers game, and then the next week, he wasn't in a purple uniform anymore. <laughs> I'm Vikings sorry. Are way, Vikings are behind the Steelers. Ooh. You're, it's still at 80. That's fine. Um, they got a lot to prove, especially Titans, the defense. That's true. Uh, you do have some, some, some speedy... Some speedy guys on that defense. Do they have some speedy guys? Yeah, I mean, you got smart guys. You have, like, Daniil Hunter and Harrison Smith and stuff. You just hope that they all stay healthy. Harrison Smith's around the 90 speed, so sometimes you're going to have to play in blue zone and go all the way back because you don't want them to get beat. You free up those safeties, man. 100%. Uh, I feel like the Raiders are being disrespected. I I don't like that they're not. feel that way. They can't even be in the top 12. What are we doing? The Cowboys are 86. The Cowboys, let's be honest. Yeah, they won their division last year. And their their defense is at an 80. Where are they? Rightfully so. They're like number 10. They're number 10. They're ahead of the Bengals, but behind the 49ers. I love to see it. 
<laughs> yeah, the, the team that can't win the playoff I game. I love it when it's just like behind, it's like a rookie quarterback and everything. Nah, we still have any faith because that's just the way it is. Well, this is why these conversations are so funny because EA knows exactly what they're doing. Oh, 100%. Because they know that they're going to talk about it and they know how popular the Cowboys are. The players and, talk about it in the training camp. They get pissed. I mean, rightfully so, though. Yeah. If there was a sports radio game, right, and my overall on pronunciation of last okay, names. Okay, so your 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 defense, aka your pronunciation, would probably be a seventy-seven. I'm sorry. It's okay because in personality, ninety-two. Oh, jeez, you're buttering me up. Yep, hundred percent. And in terms of like presence, ninety-three. And so like even though it's a seventy-seven, like. Overall, or no, just, that just for the pronunciation, just for that particular category. So like details, but it's okay because overall, your overall rating is probably like an eighty-eight. You know what's crazy on MLB the show? They actually go above a hundred with certain players. Really? So your hockey mm-hmm. and your knowledge and overall smart would be at like one twelve, one fifteen, wow. one twenty-five. Be elite. Thank you'd, you. You'd be elite like the Aces. Thank you. Yeah, but you know. With the right concoction, like we were talking about yesterday, Fernando has the playbook on how to make sure that I don't win a lot of tennis points. It's called play the game that I don't want to play and force me to it, and then I'll probably give up in some capacity, or at least I'll just say this doesn't matter to me anymore to compete to this level. And so I just readjust my expectations. But somebody who uh, superseded the expectations, unbelievable interview on the other side of the break here. Annie Constable, not Constable because that's the cop, Constable, uh, from the Chicago Sun-Times on your Las Vegas Aces' matchup tonight against the Chicago Sky. Commissioner's Cup talk next. Love for the bet. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Hey, it's 11.40 The Bet, and the sports world will have its eyes on Chicago tonight for the WNBA Commissioner's Cup as our hometown Las Vegas Aces take on the defending champions, the Chicago Sky. And joining us now to get us ready and get the insight from Chicago's point of view is the Chicago Sky beat writer who covers the team for the Chicago Sun-Times, Annie Costabal. All insider calls are brought to us by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Good afternoon, Annie. It is a pleasure to meet your acquaintance, but we are starting this friendship out as mortal enemies, at least through today. Uh, What is at the forefront of your mind with this matchup between the two of the WNBA Titans with plenty of competitive drama bubbling beneath the surface? (laughs) That's exactly it, I think, for sure. It's the rivalry that, like, nobody quite wants to call a rivalry, um, but it absolutely has all the makings of a long-standing rivalry of, of the future of the WNBA, starting with De'Erica Hamby's um, heave that happened in 2019, sends Chicago home. We saw what happened a couple weeks ago, the 28-point comeback. Like, these two teams show up in their best forms when they play each other. And so playing in this Commissioner's Cup game is just adding another chapter to this, this young rivalry. And and you bring it up, the 28-point comeback that after the first quarter, I was hyped. The Aces were making threes. They were setting records. Everything was all good. And ultimately, uh, the Sky ended up winning 104-95. To you, from Chicago's perspective, is that the most important win or most important moment in the season for them as a team? I think it was significant, but I wouldn't say it was the most important win by any means. I mean, it it was historic, as we all know, but... I think every single game 
we've seen the sky develop and, and grow further into the team that James Wade has expected them to be and wanted them to be. We haven't seen games where there's been huge setbacks. It's even in losses, like take that the New York loss, for example, um, that they just suffered the other night. They were coming off a back-to-back, and honestly, like not even trying to, you know, play play on the team of the sky here, but like they should have and could have won that game had a little bunny like Candace Parker gone in, you know? So each game, I think we're seeing this team develop into a stronger version of itself. And so, yes, that was a significant win. But every single game we've seen this guy play, they've gotten better, more cohesive, more dangerous. And I think that's what's really scary when you think about how the rest of this season is going to play out. Yeah, I'm looking at like the advanced stats here on WNBA.com and just looking at teams and, and players even, and there's not a whole lot of Chicago names on any of these lists, but clearly this is a team that, as you mentioned, is working towards cohesion, working towards more of a team game. And you mentioned New York. I mean, that between the Aces and Chicago, that's pretty much the only other team that they've played lately. And they're kind of up and coming at a very fast rate. And, you know, you want to go to Sabrina Ionescu, you want to look at Han Shu, who, who's certainly a not-so-secret weapon. But when you look at the those teams that go from worst to first or worst to markedly improved, it's easy to kind of minimize it down to one player, like I said, uh, Sabrina, or with the Sky, it was when Candace Parker decided to come home. And like I said, it's almost minimizing their importance solely based on their impact on the floor. There's something about their presence and, and aura. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I, I would agree. But honestly, I wouldn't necessarily agree in that it was it's entirely what Candace Parker is doing here in Chicago. Obviously, she was a missing piece in that, yeah, she brings this knowledge, this experience, and, and you know, is a Hall of Famer, a future Hall of Famer. So mm-hmm. un, undoubtedly, she is a huge impact on this team. But what's different about New York and, and Chicago and the way you just described them is that Chicago doesn't rely on, on Candace Parker. Chicago doesn't rely on any single player. We saw that when Courtney Vandersloot was just out for the last four games. This is the best passer in the WNBA, and she had to sit out four games, and the Sky were fine. So when you think about this, this Sky team as, as constructed, there's no single player that is a big impact player. They're all big impact players. That's a stark contrast, too, because when we think about the Aces, I mean, we got some of the best talent in the league, but it's very top-heavy in terms of our player usage and rotation. And if you think about it from a strategic point of view, I mean, heavy legs bode poorly for attentive to detail defense, which you mentioned is probably important to bring, especially when you have such a pass-heavy and efficient offense like the Skies. Uh, which matchup or area of the floor do you think the Aces will look to attack to get that jump start and the energy momentum? Because we know that the patience is not their strongest suit or game plan. Yeah, I mean, I think what they did last game, they're going to try and attack attack the sky early and quickly and and take the sky out of their game. That's what's so interesting about these two these two teams is like whoever could take the other out of their game is is going to win. And we saw the Aces do that um in the first quarter of of their last matchup, but the sky's response to that took then or forced the aces to take shots they don't necessarily want to be taking and so I think tonight when it comes to the aces if they can attack the sky quickly but then maintain that then you know we could see we could see them get a win tonight but I also just think the sky are better built to withstand to withstand punches 
So I think I kind of know where you're going with this next question I'm going to ask, but I'm going to ask it flat out. <laughs> out of the, the big three, whether it's the Connecticut yeah. Sun here in Las Vegas with the Aces or the team that you cover in the sky, if you had to pick one that is most likely to win the title, who do you have? Between the sky, the Aces, and the, the Connecticut Sun. Sun, yeah. Um, That's a hard question because – Obviously, these three teams are really, really talented. I'm going to start with why I don't think it's the Aces. Goodness. Here we go, Vegas. Listen up. Flat out. Like, I think I think Las Vegas is an incredible team, and I think they can win a championship. The reason I don't think they're going to is because the way that they're constructed, they it's hard to imagine how they're going to be able to sustain a team like this guy in a series right mm-hmm. and and there's other teams that you think about them and, and question how they could sustain them in a series they absolutely could do it but that's the biggest question mark when i think you think about the the aces in my opinion then when you're talking about the sun i don't know that they have the the backcourt depth to compete with the depth of the chicago sky like Again, I just said it. Courtney Vandersloot was out four games. She's the best passer in in the WNBA. She missed four games, and the Sky were okay. They played well. Julie Alamond is is honestly maybe the next Courtney Vandersloot. She did a great job stepping in as backup point guard. Dana Evans is also a really talented point guard, but brings an entirely different um, style of play. She's also a way better defender. Um, so, when, yeah, when you think about the, the sun, to me, that's their big question mark. And then when you look at the sky, like, this isn't just because I'm covering this team, and obviously I see them every day, so take that for whatever it is. But their depth in a league like the WNBA, where depth is so important and it's also very hard to establish strong depth with the way that the salary cap is, in a series, and we know that that the um, the playoff structure has changed this year. Everyone's playing series games. Who who can take the sky in a series? I think that's the question mm. that we really need to be asking as the regular season concludes. That was literally the next question I was going to ask because I, I, I you were you were just setting it up so well. But but like you said, the Aces are, are a team that kind of needs to punch you in the mouth and, and get themselves to a point where they're feeling good about themselves. But I think a team that probably would be best suited to beat uh, the the Sky is a team that would deny access to their best game or at least wait in the weeds long enough where they get frustrated and then oh then we can bring our own hammer to the party. Am, am I catching the right drift here? Yeah, absolutely, and that's why honestly, the aces, the aces could pull off some magic for sure. But they have to win multiple games. It's not, it's not any. There's no one-offs anymore. So True. that to me is just the big question mark with the aces. We've seen them take the sky out of their game, and they've done a good job of it. But could they do that? You know, could they win three three games against the sky? I don't know. So it's kind of like horse racing and sustainability for the Triple Crown. Like, oh, you win at Belmont. Oh, you win the Kentucky. But can you do the long distance at, at the Preakness? And that's where a lot of those horses fail. So you're essentially – that's what we are. We're the fastest horse out of the gate here for the Aces. But uh, in terms of the extra heats, that's certainly not where our uh, our, our strength lies. Uh, for you, what's been – And, I mean, you guys have you guys have arguably, like, the league's MVP this year. Asia Wilson. Like, that's – 
the the aces are definitely not I'm not advising anyone to necessarily bet against them, but if you're going to bet on the aces, these are just questions you you have to really consider and um I think regardless of what happens it's going to be a really interesting uh, playoffs here, and I also think you know history is against the sky. History mm. says the sky will not repeat, so that should be considered as well. What do you make of the sudden split between Liz Cambage and the Los Angeles Sparks announced earlier this morning, as well as like the announcement of several players kind of reaching similar conclusions with their clubs this year? Yeah, so this whole like divorcing thing, I mm-hmm. think, is a bit corny. I think that term is just kind of trash like I don't know why the WNBA uses this term of like contract divorce thank you for saying that thank you (laughs) you know it's like who came up with this corny term of of a contract divorce what does that mean you know where can we get that defined could someone define that for us please and secondly I think honestly from my perspective and this is not having talked to anyone in Liz's camp anyone with the sparks but when you look at like what Liz is doing she's a businesswoman she's out here doing a lot maybe she just is is you know is more focused on other things that are bringing her more joy than playing basketball is like I, you know from my perspective i don't know that um i don't know that liz maybe wants to keep playing in this league who knows i think that's a question to ask her like do you genuinely want to continue playing in the WNBA? because all that you have going on and the way these these breakups keep happening it just kind of brings that into question and that's not shade by any means. Again, Liz is hustling out here, but mm-hmm. that is the that is the take I kind of get when I when I saw that I was like, all right, she's got she's probably got a lot a lot um, of other things in the works that maybe she wants to give more attention to. And it's kind of ironic that her last game as a Sparks member was here in Las Vegas against the Aces. And I will yeah. say, oh, that is poetic. She was she was super engaged. It was kind of weird that you know rotationally she was coming two, three, four minutes at a time, and she wasn't really on the court that much. Um, but as as we talk about some of the other things that are happening in the league, uh, I was very on air on this show, just very disappointed in how the WNBA handled All Star Weekend in terms of the fans, not only in Chicago. But those that are trying to tune in, that are trying to find where the hell ESPNU is, if they even have it. Um, but for you being there in Chicago, what would you make of the weekend um, and everything that happened? Yeah, so this is for sure like two different stories. There's like the player's story and the coach's story and everyone who participated, their take on, on how All-Star went, and then the take from fans. And, and again, like I just said, they were very different takes. So players said repeatedly that this was the best all-star game there has been and reasons for that was there was more opportunity for players to engage with brands host different parties and ultimately be celebrated entirely you know I think people really enjoyed the all-star games in Vegas but the difference was like we at least from my perspective, and, and again, we didn't hear players talking about this uh, as they were when it, when the game was in Chicago, but when the game was in Vegas in 2021, and that's the one I covered, so that's the one I'm going to speak on, there weren't a ton of opportunities for uh, players to, again, like host these parties and be celebrated individually. It was a lot of like the league putting together stuff, right? So this time we saw a ton of brands engagement with players and then also you know the city showed up really significantly and so I think that the players show felt felt love from Chicago and 
that brings us to the negative, which was that the league didn't plan for fans, I think, the way that fans wanted to, them to and also the way that they ultimately should have. Like, the three-point contest in the skills challenge, which you guys have players participate in too, um, was not open to the public. And that wasn't an accident. The WNBA, when they when they booked All-Star in Chicago, knew that Winchester Arena was already booked out for some Pampered Chef event. And so they were like, all right, no loss, no sweat. We'll still have it there because we could team up with Nike Nationals and we'll have young players in attendance versus selling tickets to the event. But the problem is, like, you have a hometown player, Allie Quigley, participating and ultimately winning her last three-point contest, and nobody was able to purchase tickets for that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's super messed up. And then the explanation for it from the commissioner was that they were advised by the CPD and other, you know, uh, law enforcement agencies to minimize outdoor events because of gun violence like that. And and then ultimately, you know, I was able to confirm with the PD that that was in fact not true. So it just, there was a food like, festival going on, like really close to that event too, right? That has a lot of people at all. <laughs> right. Like the Chicago, um, Oh my God, I'm from Chicago. And I'm the taste of Chicago, Chicago, right? <laughs> yeah. The t- right. Right. The taste of Chicago. Yeah. 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 So the Taste of Chicago was happening down the street. So, again, like the CPD confirmed that they did not advise the WNBA to minimize their outdoor events. Um, I think it it just seemed like poor planning and ultimately got an excuse thrown out there that was mm. just a blatant lie. Yeah, the good old excuse computer can throw out some pretty gnarly stuff, but that's an enduring theme when we talk about the WNBA is about the the theme of accessibility and how the league kind of keeps getting in its own way of its growth. But what's been uh, the main story or the enduring theme for for this season for you? I mean, I got to think the Brittany Griner's case is at the foremost part of our minds and not to minimize and move on from that. But is this a year of remembrance, of change, of stabilization? Where where do you define this? I think that... First of all, nothing is ever going to be be acknowledged higher than Brittany Griner's wrongful detainment. Like that mm-hmm. is an indescribable crisis that is at the forefront of every player and coach's mind every single night, whether they they say it every single night or not. Like that is is something that is absolutely at the forefront of everybody's mind, and as far as the league in general goes, this feels like a turning point for the league because of retirements that are upcoming, Mm. because of young talent that is taking over, and because of the work that really has been done over the last 26 years. And we are starting to see its impact. Even, you know, the, the accountability factor that's present, that hasn't always been present. Like, this, I think, in my opinion, is a, is a turning point in the league. And I think when we look back on years 24, 25, 26, like this moment right now, I think it is going to be remembered as when a shift took place and when, um, you know, new leaves sprouted and, and new growth happened. And ultimately, too, I mean, 
that's that's not some brilliant statement by any means. We know expansion is about to happen. So um, I definitely think as far as the league as a whole goes, this is going to be remembered as, as a moment of change for sure. Rising of the Phoenix vibes. What a fantastic first impression that you've made on us, Annie. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, especially on your pilgrimage down to the very arena that so many eyeballs, including our own, will be on this evening. Be well and stay hydrated, my friend. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. Of course, there she is, Chicago Sky beat writer who covers the team for the Chicago Sun-Times, Annie Costa-Bile. All Insider Calls are brought to us by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. And as we wrap up the show, it's time to look back at it because, you know, sometimes the sports news is a little... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Little thick. Hey, it's a mess out there. They can leave, but we don't care. We'll stay. I'm good right here. I've been waiting for you all year. Come play. Make a mess right here. Do whatever. I like it weird. Okay. Let him disappear. Say whatever you want to hear. Just say. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown. The Playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. I'll absolutely call the shot that this wins record of the year this year. Uh, we still got some good good records and albums coming out from yeah, some people. Yeah, they will have to go up against Kendrick, too, so there's that. Megan Thee Stallion's dropping yeah. here pretty soon. But they do love the collabs. Beyonce, by the way. What's the difference between record of the year and song of the year? See, that's 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 one of those things. Yeah. I'm like, let's give participation trophies like, to everybody inside else. Inside the business, it's record of the year for, like, we really like how you recorded this. But then there's also, like... 
country R&B rap performance of the year. Sure. As opposed to the song and then the record and then the collab. Why don't we just give people like kudos? Be like, you get a kudos, you get a kudos. Also, extending the kudos to you. Congratulations for your contribution to culture and music. While it feels as big as it does now, it will fade into the abyss just like everything else any other human has done. But I think why we have the awards, once again, is the the history. No, but history too, for whatever it's worth. Uh, There's some. Isn't history marketing? Uh, maybe? Eh, maybe that's over. That's over my head. What do you mean by that? I it's mean, marketing like, for the winners. Exactamente. Like history is suavemente. It yes. You know, suavemente. we take this as what happened when it's just one random person decided to write this down one day, and then many days passed since then, and all of a sudden there's this overinflation of what was and what they said. But I think as we go into the future, we are doing a better job of that than in past. I don't think we're a lot. We're at liberty to say, because you say that like we're good at telling our story, but our story is still being written. And the people who read our story in the way that we're reading the stories that we consider history probably haven't been born yet. But I do think that there'll be a section. There'll be a way to find the, the stories that haven't been told. Like, we're so thankful. Like, for the Black Wall Street story and Watchmen on HBO, for them to tell that. And that's actually a lot of people's first recollection of, of what, what happened. Yeah. And now, if things like that happen, it'll be talked about in the internet, no matter how niche or how small. We didn't have that back then. Talked about is not the same thing as remembered, though. Because there's a lot of chatter. There's but a you, lot of things that are going to be, quote-unquote, saved. But you can't have one without the other. Mm, you can have something happen without it being remembered. Sure, just like yelling rec- in the forest if record- anyone hears you. Well, just because you have a record of something doesn't mean that it's going to be remembered, though. Like, I could say there's a massive thing and the world ends as we know it, and there's only, like, 10 CDs left in the world. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that people will find the CDs even though they're the 10 CDs left in the world with these particular songs? And who's to say that they're going to be able to play them and, like, under- like you know what I mean? That, yeah, but you that's a that's a very, like... You want to get existential with me? This that's is, uh, this too is existential. Where, you have, you can't live I like thrive. that, Lindsay. Oh, this, is where, like this that. is where I have a timeshare. Because then nothing matters. Correct. Nihilism. I don't like that. But that's the thing. But that's the bit I struggle with this because nothing matters, but we give meaning to what does, and so ultimately, it's you figuring out what truly means to you, so you can water those plants, even though they don't matter. Because ultimately, like, there's gonna come a day where you're not here, I'm not here, and and whatever else. But that doesn't mean that we can't do things that matter to us in the moment right now you know Facts. what i mean and also but we're just stardust with, with awards that are opinions. very important our marconi isn't going to go anywhere that's true that might be enshrined that might be put on a pedestal talk of about some it sort. i mean we're just saying things we started with uh some wedding rehearsal bits and then we went to our ex- existential crisis what else is new with playmakers sports other things be well to each other mostly to yourselves use your blinkers people are dying out there and otherwise enjoy the abyss that is your life we'll be back in 22 hours to interrupt set abyss Until then, well, be well, my friends. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 